your home for Rays baseball in Gainesville. At the Rays and the Yankees tonight, make sure and tune in at 6.30. Alongside Shane Matthews, I'm Steve Russell. Amidst all this football talk, there's a lot of excitement and a lot of buzz surrounding Gator men's basketball. And here to talk about that and more is the Gator men's basketball coach, Mike White. Mike, it's good to talk to you. How are you? You too, Steve. I'm great, man. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Thanks for doing this. Mike, I don't know where to begin, but it's too bad nothing's happened this offseason, huh? Just nothing at all has happened in your life and in the program. Really too bad nothing's happened. <laughs> yeah, great. Been a whirlwind. It never slows, of course. Um, for the most part, it's been a good thing. Uh, a lot of positive momentum, of course, but um, we've got a ways to go. Uh, excited about getting started. Excited about uh, today's workout and the rest of the workouts this summer, getting the guys back in the fall. Uh, but we all do need to slow down a little bit and, uh, and and prep for football. I'm more excited about football right now. We need more time to get Coach White, before we talk about some of your new players, I got a question about the new three-point line being moved back. How do you think that will change college basketball at all? I just don't anticipate there being much change at all, really. Um, the floor has been pretty spread. It, it, it may spread it a little bit more. I think for the most part, the, the potent offensive teams that you face year in and year out have already done a really good job with spacing. Um, defensively, you know, it'll be interesting to see if, uh, if, if changes are made uh, just based on the line being moved. Uh, we're not making wholesale changes, and, and I just – I don't anticipate, again, seeing much of it uh, um, changes, that is, throughout college basketball. Mike, have you ever had, you know, sometimes you can have a negative turn into a positive because I've never seen, uh, you know, one recruiting class, you know, just leave. But I can remember talking to you at the end of the year. You were very frank about your basketball team. Did you realize then that changes needed to to be made for this upcoming season? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think year in and year out, Steve, you uh, you evaluate your roster and, and yourself and your staff, the whole program, uh, and and each student athlete also is uh, evaluating their individual circumstance as well. So uh, when when you've got uh, postseason meetings and open conversations that take place, uh, a lot of times changes occur and. Uh, Change can be very good uh, for for your program and for a particular student athlete and potentially the next student athlete that takes that scholarship. So it's all good. It's all uh, part of college basketball, very much so. Um, last year we we didn't have any movement on the roster, which was uh, pretty unheard of. Yeah. For today's day in college basketball, we had we had zero transfers. Uh, this year uh, we had some. We had a little bit of unhappiness on the roster in terms of opportunities and playing time and shots, and um, you know we had a little homesickness. You know there were there were a few different uh, factors involved, and uh, we wish everyone the best. Anyone that's played here four years, five years, one year, a semester, uh, you know we, we we wish all those guys the best. Uh, and and the focus now moves moves to you know the current guys. We've got 13 guys on scholarship again. We've got a preferred walk-on as well. And uh, I, I really like the 14 on the roster. 
Uh, at least on paper. we got a ways to go, though, as well. Coach, obviously you had a tremendous recruiting class and uh, three of the big names with Scotty Lewis, Omar Payne, and, and Trey Mann. Talk a little bit about Trey Mann. He, he's actually a Gainesville kid. My son grew up playing middle school basketball with him, and then he moved down to the Villages. Talk about what he brings to your program. Yeah, first off, great kid. Um, a knack to score, high-level shooter, uh, can play the point. Um, he's he's a very very talented player. He's uh, he, he's a kid that loves the game. He's lived in the gym growing up, um, and, and we believe he's going to be a heck of a player. You know, now you can talk about uh, graduate students who are in the program now. You know, a lot's been made about who's coming in. So Gator fans are listening, Mike. Uh, tell us about the the guys who will be not only just be able to play this coming year, but the but the uh, sort of sit out guys and then play transfers as well. Yeah, sure. I guess I'll start with the two sit out guys. Um, <clears throat> Tyree Appleby being the first guy. Uh, the the latest news. Uh, a kid that I've known. Uh, for a long time, um, I would say what uh, eight years now. Wow, he was, uh, he was a guy that would come to all of our games at Louisiana Tech to watch his older brother Raheem, and uh, he would get shots up in the Thomas Assembly Center uh, until we basically kicked him out. You know, until uh, <laughs> until dad said, "Hey, Tyree, you know we, we, the game's over. Uh, you've got enough shots, and I'm ready to get home to Little Rock. I got to drive home. We got a two and a half hour ride." So. Been a gym rat as long as I've known him. It's been fun to watch him progress and develop. Uh, High-level competitor and a proven uh, assist guy and, and score at the Division One level. Um, Anthony Derugi is a, is a Louisiana Tech transfer. He'll have to sit uh, as well. Um, even though he's a Louisiana Tech transfer, not nearly as familiar. Uh, didn't know him until he took an official visit here. Was a highly sought-after kid. Um, when he decided to make a change, uh, one of the more talented players in Conference USA, high, high-level athlete, uh, interchangeable, versatile guy, great kid. Uh, really excited about those two guys. And then, and then KJ Blackshear uh, was an all-ACC player, uh, as we all know, had a great uh, redshirt junior campaign, really skilled, mature, bright, high basketball IQ, experienced player, Heck of a player. Yesterday was his first workout with the Gators. Um, you could feel his impact immediately. Very, very skilled, very confident player. And, uh, you know, fortunate those three guys decided to become Gators. We, uh, we, we love the class that we brought in. Coach, I got a question about style of play. I remember watching you coach when you were at Louisiana Tech, and y'all got up and down the floor. And obviously great coaches have to adjust to what kind of players they have. Now that you kind of have some guys that maybe can get up and down the floor, is that something that you may want to get back to here at the University of Florida? Yeah, potentially. Great question. And, and honestly, it's something that we'd like to do uh, more often. Uh, I don't know that we'll ever get back to the point um, as, as a coach, at least at this level, where you can sell out the pressing for, for 40 minutes and, and denying everything and switching everything. We just played such an unconventional style there. Uh for a lot of reasons, I'm not sure that's in our best interest here mm-hmm. uh, to have to have the level of success that we all want to have. That said, in spurts, I'd, I'd like to extend the floor defensively more often. We, we'd like to play downhill more often offensively. Um, and, and I feel like this year uh, we'll be able to do that. To what extent, we'll find out as uh, we continue to evaluate this group. 
Our guest on sports scene, Gator men's basketball coach Mike White. Mike, uh, what is the uh, health status of uh, GAC? Uh, you know, Steve, another good question. I mean, uh, I, I was really, really optimistic uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, he's really worked hard. Awesome kid. You know, Duke uh, Werner, a longtime uh, athletic trainer, associate AD, uh, is uh, really, really high on him. And uh, lately he's, he's gotten uh, – some soreness in there and uh, we'll sit uh, we'll sit him out here o- over the next couple weeks uh, to try to get him back to where he's feeling really comfortable again um i'm not sure that this that the decision would be that you know the same one if we were in mid-season so um a lot of it is, is precautionary this time of year as we're just trying to get everyone healthy for for november really um, sometimes this is confusing, might I'll end with the last couple of questions here. What is the coaching staff allowed to do with the kids at this time of the year? Yeah, um, so we get eight hours a week with them, four hours with, uh, with Preston Green um, in the weight room from a strength and conditioning standpoint. And we get, as a basketball staff, on the court between the lines, four hours with them uh, to be broken up really however you want to break it up. Uh, it, it used to be groups of um, just a few guys, uh, and then it, it became you can do this, you can do that. Now it, it's really been simplified to where um, Gorjak, for instance, we can we have four hours with him on the court. It could be four hours with all four of us staff members and only him if we wanted. Wow. Uh, we, could, we could work out Gorjak by himself for an hour, and then uh, his other – Three hours could be distributed, uh, two of them with the other bigs, uh, one of them with the whole team. So as long as you don't have one particular guy that goes over four hours. So we do a, a, we mix and match it a little bit. We do some individual skill instruction. And then we also do, like today, uh, we sprinkle in some team workouts uh, that, that resemble, um, for the most part, a, a practice, a little bit more uh, lighthearted um Intensity isn't quite what it will be in September, October, but uh, we'll have kind of a mini practice, uh, if you will, today. That's interesting. Final question. Um, very impressed last year, Mike, just watching uh, Nemhard in terms of as a young player, you know, certainly Kavarius Hayes was the guy, but Nemhard to me showed leadership skills. So two-part question, is that accurate? Did he do that, and do you expect – if that's true for him to increase that this year? Absolutely, and yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. You're dead on, Steve. I mean, the guy became as accountable a kid as I've, as I've had, really, as a true freshman. Um, so led by example throughout his whole freshman year, but the last month of the season or so really took on more of a leadership role. He joined Hayes. I think Kavarius and Andrew late season really – uh, made an impact on this team uh, in film, in practice, uh, at media timeouts, uh, and really stepped up in their in their roles as leaders, uh, getting us uh, into the NCAA tournament and, and having a little bit of success there, of course. Uh, and he's he's growing as a leader in this off season. Uh, he's expressed multiple times his desire to step up in that category and and make this his team. Um, and, and drag these guys along as, as much as, as he possibly can. And, and hopefully he's got four, five, six, seven others that step up like him. You know, I don't think you can have too many leaders. Um, 
I think that the best teams have a lot of them, uh, but I, I can certainly count on him uh, being um, a big leader for this, this for this upcoming team. I'm counting on it. This can be a fun group to coach, I think, Mike, because you got you know the guys you had last year back, and with the new kids, this will be an interesting mix and in, you know molding this team. It should be a lot of fun to do that. Yeah, potentially. You know, culture is so important. You know, it's a it's the buzzword that's that's uh it's used as much as anything. Of course, I, I know I use it too much. Chemistry, sacrifice, uh, the health of the locker room, all those things need to be determined. You know, on paper, I really like this team. I like our talent level. I like our mix. Uh, we've got a little bit of speed. We'll be faster. We'll be more athletic if we can remain healthy. You know, that's another huge factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really like our potential depth, but it's just potential because you don't know. We haven't been through a two-and-a-half-hour hard practice, and we've got a lot of guys with a lot of hype. Hype is hype. Um, production is different than hype. And um, yeah, I know this. If this team can can – have a great chemistry, work really hard, play with humility and gratitude and play for each other and sacrifice and max out. This could be, it could be a really good year. Um, but um, we just, we, we don't know. It's, it's an exciting time, um, but we've got a lot of work ahead of us. A lot of fans looking forward to seeing that take place. It's been our pleasure to have Gator men's basketball coach Mike White live here with us on Sports Scene. Always appreciate you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Have a great day. You got it. Thank you. He He's just like Billy Donovan, Shane, mm-hmm. in that he answers your question. Yep. He doesn't beat around it. You know, he last year at the end of the year, when he had his, you know, end of the year, he was as frank and as honest about, you know, what went right, what went wrong. We had chemistry issues. We had some guys that, you know, he didn't, just like Billy. And I, I've always appreciated, you know, him and Billy, for that matter, because they're, they're, they're forthright when they talk about that. rest of the day is ours. Call us up, talk a little sports. 1235, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.